Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Game of Love podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Smith. And today I have one of my favorite people in the studio, my producer, Mike Ligori. For the fourth time. Yes, there we go. (laughs) Actually, it's three times because the second one was a beautiful piece on how to tell if he's lying to you. Did you like that? I did. I thought it was, well, it was cool first off how you got it because you were running in a park, right? I was. And that's that's when moments usually come to all of us is when we're showering or we're like just not doing something or doing something mindless. That's when. Yes. Like- and I was so passionate about it. If you remember, I recorded it on my phone and <laughs> sent it to you mid-run. I know. And I got it. I was like, what in God's? And then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let her do it. But it turned out really well. It was good. Super short, straight to the point. So Now we're back at it for episode four. We are. And today it might get a little heated between us because we're going to be, we're going to be talking about the eight common myths about dating women. Right. And, and dudes, listen, I advocated strongly for this episode (laughs) because you did, because as much as Jessica loves women, she also loves men just as much. I do. If not more, Mm -hmm. but There was an um, episode for us coming from a dating coach. And there's also not a lot of content out there for men in terms of that. And like you said, I love men. So I want to make sure that, you know, I'm helping, I'm helping the guys out. And this is going to be a good episode because some of these are from my past experiences with like what some of guys that I know have told me. Uh, Some of it is from what you've experienced as well. Mm. So this is a pretty comprehensive list. And today we're just going to go back and forth. Jessica has a lot to say. I do have a lot as to well say. as, and I don't have too much, but I'm going to be, <laughs> there's a couple of these points that you're definitely going to be jumping yeah, in and I'll say some stuff. I'll say some stuff, but yes. we're going to go into the eight common myths about dating women. And so this is going to be something that we're really excited to talk about. So we're just going to get right into it. Jessica, I'm going to fire away the first one. Okay. And this is in no particular order. Okay. Let's uh, do this. Myth one, women want free meals on dates. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want a free meal? Right. I mean, we all want a free we, meal. We all love food. So this, so here's the story where this came from. I have a buddy from college who used to tell me that he would not take women out until the third or fourth date on dinner or lunch or any of that. And he even said lunch because lunch is a total friend zone move. If a woman says, well, let's go to lunch, you're in the friend zone. But dinner especially, he would never do it because so many times he would take a woman out and he thinks the date goes well. He ends up paying for the bill and then the woman never sees him again. Mm. I've heard that from several guys that Mm. will say dating is really expensive because every date that they go on, you know, they're (laughs) buying dinner and probably a few drinks and, and it does get costly. I'm not a big fan for dinner on the first date. Okay. Tell me why. Because it's just too much of a commitment. It's kind of traditional and outdated and a little boring at times. Yeah. I love to keep it simple. So I have a rule that I share with all my clients, coffee or cocktails. Yeah. I'm a coffee person too. As you know, I don't drink. Right. So coffee is like my go-to. I'm not going to ask somebody like, do you want to get like a soda pop with me at the local ice cream party? I think that would actually be really cute. Yeah. Thanks grandpa. But like, (laughs) like, no, but coffee's my go-to. 
Right. And coffee and cocktails, it's just a very simple way to come together, share a beverage, some conversation, get to know each other. And then if you want to have dinner, if you want to have a more extravagant experience, do dinner by all means. And I don't think, but but to go back to this myth, mm-hmm. women don't want, I don't think this at all. I go the coffee route though, because here's the thing, in case it does go south, it's better that it goes south the third time for a dinner and you're going to be a little disappointed, but at least you didn't do it on the first date where you're right. like, it's different. You're saying, oh man, like we went out to dinner and I spent 60 bucks and that date went really bad. But the third date, if it didn't work out, you can kind of say like, okay, I spent 60 bucks, but yeah, I'm a little emotionally hurt, but you know, it's okay. It lessens the blow financially, at least. Definitely. You know? And I would say going back to this myth that women definitely are not in it for the free meals. They're not. They're there for connection, for the possibility of love, to spend some time with someone. I mean, really, men and women, we all want companionship, connection, love, conversation, a good time, right? Mm -hmm. On another note, I would say that women are, they are very independent. Right. I, we, we talk mm-hmm. about this a lot. So I, I kind of hesitate on saying independent because Keep going. <laughs> it is a little bit of a sore spot for men and women, but really women are educated. They have great careers. They can buy their own food. They do not need a man to buy them food. Although I love free meals. I love free meals. Two for one deals. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say that is nonsense you know, we're not in it. Women are not in it just for the free food. All right. The consensus is false. False. That is not, that is not true. All right. And and another thing too. Go ahead. How many women eat a lot on dates too? I like a woman that eats. I do too. I eat. I don't like, I'm not a salad person. Like if you order salad Uh -uh. in front of me and that's Uh -uh. all you're getting, we're at a steakhouse. We're going to have some problems. Ladies, Order more than a salad. Yeah. I want to see a woman put back a steak. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think men really find it attractive when a woman will eat. Yeah, I do too. And I, cause I like to cook too. So it's like for me, for me and my lady, like she enjoys cooking and the making of food and consuming as much as I do. Right. I don't want to sit there and be like, oh, I only eat salads. It's like, whoa. No, it's like, let's have dinner together. Let's share a meal. Let's enjoy it. My Italian mom would lose her mind if I brought home a woman ever that like would just only ate salads. Right. She would be like, what's the matter with you? Mm -hmm. Like, what's your problem? All right. Myth number two, women just want to get married, especially older single women. Oh. Yeah. This was one you were like, got fired up in the kitchen. (laughs) I was fired up. I think this is ridiculous. Women right now are more apt to focus on themselves, their career, their health, their family, and they're just as gun-shy about going into marriage as men are. With 50% divorce rate, people aren't running in to get married anymore. Right. It's more of a, a cautionary process that we might want it, but that's not what we're, you know, really gearing for. And women are more financially stable. So they're, oh, the outdated approach to needing security and everything. Like that's that's kind of old fashioned now. Right. And, you know, we're we're not in need of someone to take care of us. Yeah, I so. agree with that. Yeah. And it's, it goes along with the the whole idea with 
single older women, especially, you have no idea where they've been. Right. Right. Yes. I mean, there's women that might have been married for several years or a few decades. There might be women out there that had a boyfriend for six years, a dog, they lived together, you know, and they've been off the market. Right. And you're, and look, you're, you know, you're a dating coach. You're very career focused. Mm -hmm. You have children. I do. You've been married. You've also been in relationships before. Yes. And so you could speak to that whole thing. And for you, I know it's been because you're being of service at people. So your main focus right now is to help your clients and to help people out there find the love that they're looking for. Absolutely. Right. And there's, there's also women out there as well who are executives at companies and they are spending 90 hours a week at work and lawyers, especially are like mm-hmm. one that you've worked with attorneys before. Definitely. Though, I mean, when do you have time to do that? Some of these women have moved up the ladder. They've made partner at 36, 37, but yep. they can't hold down a relationship and maybe it's time to do that. So I, I think this is completely false as well. Good. Yeah. <laughs> you should because see the look. Yeah. Because a lot of your friends, your circle, they want to get married too. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guys want to get married too. Men, uh, I'm, I'm going to also, this is not on our list, but for uh, to speak on the man behalf, men just want to get married as much as women do. Yeah. And in fact, I have some friends that I'm very close to that, like, that's a life goal for them. Like, it's career stuff, like, matters, but what they really want is they want to be a dad. They like want to have a, a, a good looking wife that they come home to. They like the family atmosphere. I have a really good friend that, you know, he's from he's from the northern part of the US, right? And they're very family centric in like Minnesota, Wisconsin. He was telling me like families are families are really big thing up there. And for him, his top five was college, job, marriage, kids. That's like his thing. And he's he's, you know, checked all the boxes on that. Yep. So yeah, men men want to get married just as much as women do. They do. Like let's not let's not lie here. That's right. <laughs> let's come out with this, gentlemen. Right. So all right, that's also false. All right. Number three. Oh, this is a good one. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. You are gonna lose your freaking mind when you hear this one. <laughs> women are all crazy. Oh my gosh. I know probably about every it's woman. Hurts the crap out of you. Every <laughs> woman listening right now is probably like, ooh, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna fight. Wait, wait, hold on. I didn't say that. Hey. I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. I would say to the men out there that believe this to be true, they need to be looking in the mirror themselves. Because not all women are crazy. Women are just people too. And if a man is thinking all these women are crazy and unstable, they probably have unhealthy attitudes towards women in general. So they're probably attracting this, like the law of attraction. They probably have some mommy issues. And so they're calling these women in unconsciously. And they're probably perpetuating it with their attitude you know, going into it as being jerks and or like saying or like saying stuff they don't mean, like like um, picking at them. And yeah. I think a lot of the men who think women are crazy are probably making these women crazy, or they're crazy themselves, or they're crazy. Them. Thank you. Yeah, I, look, I'm a realist, man. Like that's I, right. Women, like it's. It's not women. If women are crazy, men are too. I, yeah. I think we're all crazy. We're all crazy. We're all, we're all a little off our rockers, right? Yeah. Like, and they, look, it's cool. Like that's what makes us human. Uh-huh. But like, let's let's tell the truth here. If you are a dude and you are saying to yourself, like, all women are crazy, bro, 
what are you doing? Right, exactly. Who are you and what are you doing? Right, exactly. Because you know what? And it's the same thing for women too. If you're like, all dudes are crazy and I don't know why I keep... Yep. You need to look at yourself. You got to look at yourself. So, and you know, like, and exactly that. Here's the thing. When we were doing the research for this episode and it said women are all crazy, it didn't say specifically what it was they were crazy about. So that's really interesting. If, and here's a question for you. If... A man says women are all crazy. What do you think the reason that they would say that? Like, what is what is crazy, right? What is crazy? And then my question is, what are these men doing to make these women crazy? Yeah. Because there are a lot of good women out there that are dating guys that are misleading them, that are sending them mixed signals and driving them crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what, you know, if you're a man, like, how do you avoid those quote unquote, crazy women, if you're one of those guys, because listen, men are stubborn in general. I mean, we're all a little stubborn, but men tend to be a little bit more stubborn, right? Like we don't, we don't like to be talked at, right? We don't want to be, we don't want to be told what to do. They don't want drama. Men don't want drama. So it's like, what, you know, like, I think that's the question, right? It's like, how do you avoid the crazy women? How do you know if a woman's crazy at any point in time? And I, here's what I have to say. Look at yourself, dude. Look at yourself. Right. Work on you. Yeah. And women, same thing too. Like, look at yourself first. Like dudes are not, dudes are not crazy. Like you think they are. We're all a little bit off our rocker. Mm -hmm. And I think you need to get pretty realistic about that. Mm -hmm. So that also is false. Yes. Although I will say. Absolutely. Although I've heard some wild stories, but we'll save those for (laughs) off air. All right. All right. Number four. God, these are good. These are so good. Okay. Number four, common myth. If she sleeps with you on the first date, she's a hoe. Oh, hell no. Yeah, right? Hell no. I disagree with that completely. Oh my gosh. So... Because dudes are hoes too then. Oh, they are hoes. Yeah. Yes. And it takes two to have sex. Mm-hmm. So if she's a hoe, he's a hoe. Right. And and look, there's <laughs> nothing... And look, there is nothing Makes wrong. Makes me so well, mad. Right. I, I know. <laughs> well, that's part of the reason when we did this research was to get you a little bit fired up. But... Good. I think the one thing is, is that just taking a step back from the name calling, right, is sleeping on the first date. Now, if you sleep with somebody on the first date, it's totally over and done with. Well, I know you can speak a little bit more to like why you don't tell your clients really to do that if they're into somebody. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Absolutely. And first, I want to say that sex is natural. Right. We all want to have it. We're animals. We're animals. (laughs) We love sex. As far as to have sex on the first date or not to have sex on the first date. Look, Mike, I've seen, I've talked to thousands of clients and people about this. And there's some stories that people meet and they have such a deep connection, chemistry, they're hitting it off that they sleep together and they end up spending the rest of their lives together in a happy, thriving relationship. Now, on the other hand, sex does change things. So a lot of my clients, I will ask them to pump the brakes just a little bit. Okay. Why is that? Because when we do have sex, you can, we can refer to one of our episodes yeah, about, being, about uh, being digmatized yeah. that there are so many hormonal components to it that sometimes it can turn more physical and turn our focus away from the actual person or building a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I would say 
maybe wait a little bit. Mm. Is there like a date number that you have or is it just, is it kind of like go as you feel? Like I would say go as you feel and each person is different. So people need to be their, their own dating coach and find out what is right for them and authentic for them. Some people might do three dates. Some people might do, you know, like Steve Harvey's philosophy of 90 days. I've heard of that working too. Mm. So I think people just need to be clear about what is right for them and do that. Or you can be like 40-year-old virgin and do 20 dates. There you go. Oh, but, <laughs> but that's pretty crazy. But Just being in the moment. Yeah. And sometimes sex is just sex. Right. Maybe you're just together and you're like, hey, let's do this. Yeah, and, and it's it, totally cool. It's totally cool. But with men especially, and this is something I'll say for men as well, if you really like her, for real, if you really like this girl and you're super into her, just wait. I'm telling you. I hear so many guys say that. Yeah. That they might want her like they've never wanted anything else. But there's this like, oh, what do they say? I just respect her so much. And I, I want her to, to feel that and get that. So they will put off having sex. Yeah. And it's an emotional thing, too, because the thing is, is that you if you really like this girl, what's going to really carry First of all, sex changes everything. Mm-hmm. I remember my, my mom and my aunt have like drilled that stuff into my brain. They're the, good women. They are. And for the longest time they have said like, it's you just don't understand. Like, and when you finally figure that out, you'll see, you know, longer, the better. Yes. All right. I agree with that. All right. Number five, this is one true. I'm not, we're not even going to discuss the discuss if this is a myth. Women like, a-holes. That is true. True. I, I will I will bang the... T- I'm not going to bang the table here. This is a tough one. I'm not going to bang the table here because I, I know I know it's true. Well, you know... Just don't. Uh, just give up. Just You can't. It's true. I, I will say this, that some women really like the chase. One of my girlfriends, as soon as a guy likes her, she stops liking him. Whoa. Yeah, it's like she loves the assholes. She she loves to be told no. Mm. She likes to be treated badly. She likes the chase. And, you know, part of that chase is that whole asshole persona. And yeah, some women love that. Yeah, but then why does so? But then she's like, when she gets that attention from him, she's just kind of like, I don't even want to deal with it anymore. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as they start being nice and paying attention to her, she's like, I'm done. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. Poor guys. Yeah. Well, see, so that proves my point. Uh, Yes. Well, but yeah, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I would say this. Okay. Okay. I've, I've written an article on this that I love an alpha male. Okay. An alpha male is quite different than an asshole. They tend to be lumped in the same category, but I would say more often than not, Women want a confident man who takes care of business, who is kind, who's affectionate, who's good at making decisions, who's very decisive. We don't want an asshole. We don't be treated bad. We want a guy that is is kind and loving. Would you agree that all assholes are alpha males? Oh no. But all not all, but all alpha males are assholes. No. Okay. No, no, no. See, and here's the thing. I have noticed that the less attention that you pay to a woman, the more that they'll want to pay attention back to you or the more <laughs> they'll want for it. But then the moment you give it to them, just like your friend, the right. moment you give it to them, they're just like, eh, whatever. So you kind of... 
Yeah, I hear you. One of one of my friends, he is a pickup artist. And we've been friends for years and we exchange a lot of stories and we spend a lot of time together. I'm friends with his friends that are pickup artists. I, I have the behind the scenes with these guys. Right. And they will say that they part of their protocol is telling a woman no. <laughs> so even so, the, you know, yeah. these pickup artists are really about closing the deal and having sex. Right. So if they have a woman that they're really looking to sleep with and she's all about it, they will purposely tell her no, just, just, I call that the, the takeaway. Right. Because as soon as we take something away from someone, what do we do? We want it more, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, it, it could be the silliest thing or the biggest thing. As soon as I say, no, you can't have that. Then there's this inherent drive to go, no, 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 I, I want it. So would you say, would you say women like assholes? Then? No, no, oh, no, so, no, it's no. Cause you know what? It No, I disagree with that. They <laughs> totally women, women do. And, and dudes can speak about this too. It's like, if you just give them a little bit of like, you don't exist kind of thing, but you can't, you can't brush them off completely. And here's why. If you do that, there's a level of being an asshole that's acceptable in public. <laughs> and, and let me give you, and let me give you an example. If you are making, if you are giving a woman shit or you're like making fun of her just a little bit where it's playful, but mm-hmm. it's not insulting, that's, that's like my definition of being a little bit of an ass, right? Because you're not, you're, I, I can see that. Right. And women like that. They're like, oh, this guy's giving me a hard time or he's giving me a little bit of, you know what? And you're, and they're kind of like, oh, what, like, what's his deal? Well, it creates some tension too. Right. But with that, that's what I'm saying. We all like conflict. Everybody says who does who they don't like conflict. I think you're a liar. Everybody likes conflict to a degree. To a degree, yes. There's healthy conflict. Healthy, I would say tension. Right, but when you're out of the bars and you're dating or you're like out on the scene and you and a you know and a woman does something that's really funny, right? Or she does something that could be slightly embarrassing. You jab at her just a little bit. She might not like it at first, but she likes the fact that you can poke fun. Poking fun at a woman is is a playful way to be an ass. Oh, well, I would say, why not just be playful instead of being an ass? Yeah, you could. But the thing is, is like, that's the level of, I think, acceptable being an ass these days is like playful, like giving him a little bit of crap, you know, but Mm -hmm. not, you don't want to do it too hard though. No. Because if you do, she'll just be like, you're, you know what? And she's out. Yeah. And then you're whatever. Okay, so this is a split decision. I think split, yeah. <laughs> split. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll do split on that. I'm still going to fight you tooth and nail. I am all about the fight. All right, all right. Telling you right now. All right, <laughs> number six. Nice guys finish last. So I'm going to set this one up for you. I'm going to I'm going to softball pitch this one to you. At first, yes, nice guys do finish last during the initial part of the chase. And I would say this, nice guys do finish last in the bedroom. Really? Yes. Uh, Do we need to go down that route? (laughs) Other than that, I would say that the nice guy persona is not attractive. And I think across the boards, women, men alike, I think we can all agree that being nice is not sexy because nice, there's neediness. There is something that says, I'm going to be really nice to you because I need you to like me back. Instead of using the word nice, I say kind. Mm. Kind guys always finish first. 
Yes. Now, to go back to point five, mm-hmm. assholes generally stay single for a lot longer. It they works do. in the dating game, but mm-hmm. if you're trying to get married. No, nobody wants an asshole. No, no. My dad told me years ago, he said, honey, just so you know, most men fit into three categories. They're either dicks, assholes, or pussies. Yeah. <laughs> Courtesy of Team America, World Police, one of my favorite movies. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Mr. Smith. All right. But, you know, I think with nice guys, I think also the focus has changed of what nice really is. Like, Mm -hmm. to your point, kind, right? Are you considerate? Are you generous with your time? Are you a gentleman? Are you conscientious about other people? Do you think men are, are... or do you think uh, a good amount of men act as though they are gentlemen in this day and age in dating? Ooh, some of them. Yeah. I love a gentleman. Like I think chivalry is not dead, but, it's I not think, dead. but I think it's changed. It is changed. Like the days of like, if women, you guys think, and this is just from man, man, man community over here, we're not going to get a horse carriage for you and open the door for you. Like back in the day, you know, we're just not. <laughs> It's just the times have changed, but I will still pay for a meal for a woman when I go out with them. It doesn't matter. I will do it anyway. That's how I was raised and a discussion. But the days of like putting my coat over a puddle so you don't step in it, like... You know, women, we don't want that. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. We want we want nice acts of service. Okay. Open the door for us. Look out for us. I, I love when a guy will, when you're walking down the road, he will walk on the outsides. Okay. A man that's in control of the situation. Ooh, that's a good one. He's looking out for me. Or just like puts himself in front of the car and a sidewalk. Thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love a gentleman. I absolutely do. I love chivalry. It is definitely not dead. It's changing. And I think some of that is because men don't feel the need to, or the desire to be chivalrous. They feel like it's outdated. It's dumb. And some of them just don't want to do it. They're just like, they're over it. I think that, well, and I also think the strong woman, the, that movement That's... has really thrown guys for a loop because it's like, I don't oh. want to make you feel as though that you're, you're, less than... you're less than me, right? But I also don't want you to feel like that I'm just some sort of little, you know. <laughs> oh, that is that is a real touchy subject for me. Like I said, I love chivalry. I love a gentleman. We're going to save that for another pod though. Wait, okay. So. <laughs> but keep going. I'm going to keep going. That's. A lot of strong, independent women are wanting to do everything themselves. So they are not allowing men to do those chivalrous things. And some women, Mike, are really mean to these men. Mm. I mean, I've heard stories of men opening doors for women on their dates. And the women will look at them and say, I can get my own door. I'm like, baby, I know you can. I know you can open your own door because you've been doing CrossFit and you are strong. Like you've been orange theoring this. You you're strong. You 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 know you bring yeah. home a lot of money. You Sorry, can pay all funny. these bills, <laughs> honey. Like let a man be nice to you. Yeah, and see that's well. Once again, we're kind. We need yeah. Well, we need to make sure that's another episode. Yeah, we're going to talk about this more, ladies. Because I'm all fired up right now. Well, I know. Oh, I know. You <laughs> put that coffee down, but. But but you're right. Like I think I think men are just confused yeah. of what to do because like I, I've generally always have dated strong women, right? But I don't want to be like Mr. Macho guy and just doing everything for them because then they're going to be like, "Hey, asshole! Like I can do stuff myself." But on the flip side, I don't want to be like a pushover because right. they're going to eat me for lunch. And that's where my heart goes out to men, right? Because there is so much confusion. Do I open the door? Or do I not? 
do I pay the bill? Do I not? You yeah. know, it's, I think a lot of men right now are pretty, pretty confused about what they're supposed to be doing. We'll cover that too. Like yes, who, we will. Pays, who pays the bill? Yes. Uh, I know that you want to be talking about that. Uh-huh. All right. So what do we agree on? Nice guys. Do they finish last? Uh, they, they don't. Nice guys finish last. In kind, the bedroom. In the bedroom. But <laughs> kind guys don't. Kind guys end up always finishing up on top. I hope, I hope they got that, the, the bedroom analogy. I think you just said it. Again, okay. So we're <laughs> All right. Seven. We're almost at the end of the list. This is the, the pretty girl myth. So this is a Jessica Smith special, everybody. I've heard this theory for two years, and now it is being released to the world. Number seven, pretty women get hit on all the time. So why would I bother? Right. So, Mike, we'll go back a couple years. We're sitting at Thirsty Lion. Yeah. We're having some dinner. We got a couple drinks and we were sitting there and you said, oh, this was back when you were single right. be- before we got you a wonderful girlfriend. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful lady. We, we love yeah. her. <laughs> before you were single and we were talking about all my dating philosophies and everything. And there was this tall model-esque blonde that happened to be sitting about six tables away from us. Yep. And you're like, Jessica, how do I get a woman like that? And I'm like, you need to engage with her. You need to talk to her. And you're like, no, no, no. She is way too hot. Like she's a smoke show. Mike Ligori <laughs> used to say she's a smoke show. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way. And so that's when I first introduced the concept of the pretty girl myth. Yeah. People think that pretty women are always being hit on. They're always getting attention. But the truth is a lot of really, really good looking women are getting the least amount of attention because they're so good looking that men are scared to engage with them. We just opened the floodgates completely with that. We did. <laughs> and I, I get, I, um, I have one friend who is stunning. She is so beautiful and she really doesn't get hit on very often. And it's, it's so weird to me. It is so weird, but it's like, she is so good looking that guys, it's funny. Cause when we go out to bars and stuff, like guys are salivating, but they're scared Yeah, and they just won't engage. And she's, she's been single for years and it's like, come on. Yeah. So guys, if there's a good looking woman, think about that pretty girl myth. Chances are they're not guys lining up to talk to her because a lot of guys are going to be scared. They're, they're scared of rejection. They don't want to look like a fool if they're going up to this smoke show. And then, you know, she's like, Psh, whatever. Right. They don't want to be. Yeah. They don't want to be embarrassed. So, yeah. okay. So here's, here's where we're going to go into the second part of this. Oh. All right. So I'm a single man, right? Role play single man. And I'm like, you know what, Jessica, that you're right. I keep seeing this beautiful woman at this bar. I've seen her there the last three weekends and she's an absolute smoke show, but I have no idea what I'm going to say to her. What, what can you give men to open up with? Like what, what are some good ways to introduce yourself to somebody that may be a little bit physically, they might feel out of their league, right? Yeah. Out of yeah. the league. That's a good one. I was going to use some other word and then I, no, I, I, I got you. <laughs> I got you. I would say to those guys, just engage and ask questions. Just be human using questions about the surrounding is always good. So if there's music playing or football game on or something, 
find a way just to casually and naturally engage. So not asking a question, answering a question with a question. Yeah, we were but, talking about that earlier. God, I love that scene though. And like the four-year-old virgin scene. Yeah, I won't, I won't do that. But I always like the the like high and just introducing yourself. Absolutely. And I don't do the whole buying a drink thing. Yeah, just just talk, yeah. hang out, like connect. I think a lot of guys think that that's a way to like save them or buy them time. So they'll be like, hey, my name's Dave. Can I buy you a drink? Mm-hmm. And clearly she has already another drink in front of her. Right. And I feel like dudes are just trying to like get five minutes and... Unless her drink is empty. Right. I see your drink is empty. Can I, can I order you one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? exactly. Again, an act of service, being kind, paying attention. But that shouldn't be the reason why you're trying to keep her around because of a free drink. Right. It should just be more of just introducing. We're not out for free drinks. <laughs> yeah, we're not. No free meals. <laughs> okay. The last one in this episode that we're going to look at here. This is one that I have a friend who's, who's told me this and he's, he's done this. He's made this observation, I should say, from dating women in this category. Okay. So the last one in our common myths about dating women, single moms are only looking for a dad for their kids. Now, yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Now, now, before, now, I know before you get, you get turned up. <laughs> All right. The reason why that this, this came up was, is that he's an older guy. He's in his forties, really solid dude. He, you know, has a good career and he's, he's been in and out of relationships like most of us. And he says, you know, I, I don't like dating women with kids. And I go, why? Like, there's some really amazing women out there like yourself, really amazing women who's got a couple kids. Like, why wouldn't you? And he said, I always feel like the women that I've been on dates with that have kids, Mm -hmm. it always looks like they're sourcing me or they're trying to like, get me to get in a relationship with them because they're looking for a dad. You know, Mike, this is a a touchy situation for many reasons, but speaking to your friend's situation, he might consider not dating single moms. If, you know, it sounds like it's something that he feels uncomfortable with. I've said that to him multiple (laughs) times, but I don't, you know, I I guess it gets harder out there when you get, I don't know. Well, and two, the single moms, they need to, I think, vet men quicker and more thoroughly because they have more at stake. Like, how, how would you go about that? Because I, I know you that when you've gone on dates and you had like, what's your... Oh my gosh, I have my... Like the first couple things that you do. Your playbook's extensive. But. It, it is extensive. <laughs> and I mean, I will vet guys even before I go on a date with them. You know, I'll read their energy. I'll be, I'll use my intuition. I will know who they are. And you know me, I don't waste my time. Mm -hmm. Like when I say yes to go on a date with a guy, it's a hell yes. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, going back to single women, single mothers dating, there's a whole spectrum of women out there. Mm -hmm. So there are some women that do have a good relationship with the father of their children. And, you know, maybe they're just looking to have another father figure not to have a dad, you know, I do, I really don't like when women and men say, my kids have a dad. They don't need another one. Ooh, I've, I've, I've heard that. You've heard that. And the truth is to that is whatever man you bring into your situation is going to be a father figure. Hmm. They're not going to be the dad. They're never going to be the dad, but they're going to be a father figure, whether you like it or not. Whether we put a label on it or not, that man is going to be a role model and an influence on those children. Especially when the kids are young. 
too. Oh, absolutely. And even when they're older, when they're, you know, making big life decisions. Yes. So the longer you're around, right, you're going to, you're more likely going to be a father figure. So you got to prepare for that. Yeah. And, you know, there are some women out there that the dads are not showing up. So they are looking for a dad to their kids. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There are millions of single moms out there that are amazing. Their kids are amazing. They're amazing package. And there are millions of men that would love to be in that situation that they have that family. I mean, one of my former clients, he's an NFL player and he married a woman who I helped him find and she had a daughter. And let me tell you, when they got married at their wedding, the most beautiful part of that wedding was seeing him include and say vows to his now stepdaughter. Mm. It's gorgeous. That's cool. Isn't that? Oh, I, it makes me want to, I get a little like emotional when uh, I think about that. It's really beautiful. You no, know, it is. It's it, because it, it's a commitment to the family. Not all single moms are looking for a dad for their kids. Some Absolutely single not. moms, some million single moms. I know you've like kept it separate. You're like, I, I tell guys that you go, you know, you've gone out with, you say, I'm a, you know, I'm a mom, but you don't bring him into the house, you know, oh, no. meet the kids off first eight. Right. Exactly. No, no, no. And you're not looking. Yeah. I mean, you're not looking for that. You're just, you, this is about you. Dating's about you. It is. And all of these single moms, they're people too. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for love. Every single one of them are looking for love. This was a good list. That was. Yeah. We, we did some good stuff on it. So thank uh, you so much, Mike. Yeah. I mean, once again, I love doing this with you. We, uh, we have a great time. Don't we, we got a little heated we, at, that, yeah. at that point. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you've heard today, please share with your friends, subscribe to this podcast, rate, review it until next time. Get out there and love each other. 